Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Once again, it is Emmanuel Heke, your host. Um, and this is the Church Boy Confessions, and you're tuned in once again. Or maybe it's your first time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, you probably saw a clip from Instagram or somebody, you know, um, referred you to listen to us. So I'm thankful so much. And for everybody watching, I'm thankful so much. Um, man, this is the 17th episode. I will say that it's kind of weird because on Apple Music, I don't really know how to get this off, but it's like the numbers don't match like my count of how many episodes that I've done, which is 17. This is this should be episode 17 now. Um, but yeah, 17 weeks in a row. Probably missed one week. That was when we did it on Instagram. But 17, 16 weeks in a row we've been doing this podcast and um man i love it i'll be honest with you i didn't know if i was gonna be able to keep this podcast up when school started but here we are um how many of you guys liked the topic from last week talked about guilt last week and i think that ultimately that was what a lot of people needed to hear got great reception from the little clip that we posted uh on our instagram and you know uh, i don't want to lay too much emphasis on the numbers but it's good to see so many people being impacted by uh you know just the message of god and um yeah, and I hope, you know, today's message does the exact same for you guys, impacts you, because today we're going to be talking about something that really every last human being on this world should be able to relate to, and that is taking an L. I thought that this would be a great week to talk about taking the L, because last week I took a couple of them, big ones, hard ones, hard ones to swallow, but I, but I did take them. I did take them, and quite honestly, right now, I do feel very, very good. I feel very good, even though I took two L's. And I felt like, you know, me taking those two L's have led me to get behind this mic and talk about how, how, what's, what's the, what's a good way to be able to take an L, take it on the chin. Um, so we're going to talk about that today, Monday, October. I always, ugh, I always suck at these. Monday, October 28th. We're going to talk about that today. Um, this whole kind of story that I have when we're talking about taking L starts with last Sunday. Um, you know, we, we had a great message at church, Calvary Baptist church, shout out. Um, we had a great message at church and the pastor was just talking about how the battle starts, you know, we're in spiritual warfare. This battle starts, the enemy starts really fighting after you say amen. So you get on your knees and you say your prayer and you put your petition up to God. God, do this for me. God, help me do this. Help me do that. Help me be this. Help me be that. Um, and when you say amen, you get off your knees. That is where the battle starts. A lot of us think that we pray for it and that's it. But in order for us to get what we ask from God, we have to have faith. But get this, the enemy... The enemy's plan is to make sure that you do not believe that you're going to receive anything from God, especially anything that God has told you that he's going to give you. Um, the way the way like the pastor put it, you know, it was a great analogy um, is actually, you know, originated from the Bible where, you know, when 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 we're given a message from God, it's like a sower planting a seed into um, um, into the ground, into the soil. And he talked about how the devil, the devil can't attack, you know, the devil can't attack the sower. So he's going to attack the soil, the sower being an analogy for God, the soil being an analogy for our hearts um, or a metaphor for our hearts. The devil can't attack the sower. So he's going to attack the soil. Um, his job, like I said before, is to make sure that you do not believe 
anything that God has told you. Make sure that you're not going to believe that you're going to receive anything that God has already said you should have um, or anything that you've asked God for. Um, so the battle starts when you say amen. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You got you get off your knees and now the battle starts because that's when the enemy really wants to make sure you don't believe anything that you just asked for, right? So this made me think about myself. And I think that ultimately one of the things that I struggle with is starting the week off great. I think it's a lot of people. And the pastor called this out. Starting the week off great. You come back from church for people who go to church. Um, and you just heard a great inspirational message from your pastor and everything. And everything seemed like it's going to work itself out and everything's going to be perfect. But then you get out of church. You know, you go to sleep that Sunday night feeling good. You wake up that Monday morning and life sucks all over again. Or you, you're making it through the week and then at some point something happens and it really derails every part of your mind that was once on track. It just takes it completely off track and you feel terrible. And all you can do is wait till the next Sunday for you to feel good again, for you to get an inspirational speech. Um, and that was me. That I feel like that's been me for a long time where it's like, you know, by all means, like, thank God I'm going to church. By all means, thank God, you know, I'm feeling good when I get out of church, but the the lessons that I learned in church would only last until the end of Sunday or throughout the week until something bad happened. And then I'm drained again and I need to be re-inspired again. And, you know, pastor said something where it was like, I, I noticed that sometimes he preaches the same lesson. This like, you know, and it's like the reason why he has to preach that same lesson is because he feels like people need to continue to hear it. Because people have a hard time holding on to it because the devil's been attacking that soil, has been attacking their heart. I mean, ultimately, I realized that this lifestyle, I would call this being a Sunday to Sunday Christian. You're, you're, you're just trying to be inspired every Sunday, but you don't actually hold on to the word. And I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. So what happened last week was that I, had, I took a big L at work and I took a big L in my midterms, um, one of my midterms. And quite honestly, like I said, I ended off the week being very proud of myself. Why? Because those things should have taken me out. Those things definitely should have made me relapse to my Sunday to Sunday Christendom. But they didn't. And I got through it. And I can honestly say that I bounced back twice last week. And I feel really good about myself. So those L's ended up making me feel really proud of my proud about myself. And quite honestly, I think that ultimately God will allow trouble sometimes um, to come your way just so you can see how much you've grown. I know how much those things would have affected me in the past, but now it, it doesn't affect me as much. I was able to bounce back much quicker um, because of the work that God has been doing in my life. So what what changed from from the past to now? What has made me to become um, way more like, you know, focused on the word and being able to bounce back from all this uh, from all the L's that I take? What what, what changed? I think that I'm going to read this verse. Second Corinthians, chapter four, verse six to nine. I think ultimately starts with mindset. So I'm going to read I'm going to read this verse and we're going to talk about it. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge 
of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. This is the part that I really want to focus on. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. Apostle Paul talking. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. May God bless hearing and reading and understanding of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. We are cast down, but not destroyed. We are troubled on every side, but we are not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Understand that this Christian life, this blessed life, in this best life, it's okay to take an L. Because, you know, I started talking to people and was like, oh, it's not an L, it's a lesson. And I and I appreciate that. I appreciate them trying to help me. But the L's that I took, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know if there was really a lesson in, in the L itself. But there was a lesson in it, you know, existing technically. So they're right. Um, because, like like I said, the lesson didn't come from the L itself, but it came from you know, me noticing my own growth. Because ultimately, I've started to understand this verse more and more. That you can take the L. That you can be cast down. But that does not mean that you're destroyed. That you can lose the match. But that does not mean that you've lost the entire war. That does not mean that you are now defeated. You can go through life and life is going to throw a whole bunch of things at you. But that does not mean that you ultimately at the end all be all are just done and you can't bounce back. Life comes with struggles. Life comes with trials and life does hand you a couple L's. But what really matters is how you're going to respond to those L's. And you've probably heard it a million times from, you know, your parents or from your life coaches and everything. How you respond to those L's is huge. And I can't think of a better way to respond to L's with knowing that they do not define you. And they don't have to actually even define the entire situation that you can take an L and you can turn it into a dub by the way you respond and understanding that you can be cast down. Yeah, you can be cast down, but you will not. Be destroyed. I think that, you know, like, I started thinking to myself, you know, okay, what happened with my work didn't go as planned. You know, long story short, I had a project with my name on it, and that definitely did not, was not up to par with, you know, what I can do. But it's like, You know, before I'd probably start doubting myself and think like, man, like I really messed up on this, you know, project. Um, So, you know, I I, I suck. I wasn't thinking that this time because I I, I know my capabilities. This This new knowledge of who I am and just my capabilities, like I just knew that I can do way better than that. So although I, it, it makes me upset that that's how it came out. That's how the project came out. I know that, hey. Yeah, but. I know I can do much better. I'm not going to let this define me. You know, the midterm, like the midterm turned out to, you know, not be that great. But it's like, I mean, you know, 
maybe I may sound biased, but that midterm was trash. I mean, like, the professor should have done a better job. And I don't, you know, maybe that sounds egotistical, but it's the truth. He should have done a better job. But, what, but the point I'm trying to make is that those L's that I took, they were real L's. They were fat L's. And it wasn't fun taking them. But I realized that they didn't define me and I realized that I didn't have to relish on those. But what I can do is get back up. I can respond the right way, get back up and I can keep working. I can wake up the next day and it's a new day. The sun came up again. And I think another train of thought that helped me to relieve myself from uh the, the pain in taking an L was realizing that, you know, s- something about me is that in the past, I've struggled with certain thoughts that when I take an L, that means that God is upset with me. When I take an L, that means that God is punishing me because of something that I did wrong. But this time, I felt like God really tried to make it clear that the, the L I was taking was not because I did anything wrong. It's not because I sinned, because that God was mad at me. Understand this. That just because bad things happen to you, that is not, it has no indication. It is it in no way informs how God feels about you. And if you don't believe me, let's go to the word. In Romans chapter 8, verse 35 to 39. It reads, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or sword as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long, we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Understand this. I stopped that, I stopped at 37. Understand this. What this thing is saying is that we can go through the persecution, we can go through the famine, we can go through the nakedness, the pearl, the sword, we can go through the tribulation, we can go through the distress. But it's asking the question, what can separate us from the love of God? Even if we were to go through these things, that does not mean that we are separated from the love of God. And what does it say? Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. That means that when we face the tribulation and distress, when we have God, it said through 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 him that loved us. When we have God, we are more than conquerors. That's why at the end of the week, when I look back and I'm seeing that there's two L's, I don't see them as just two L's. I see it as those are two L's that I overcame because I'm more than a conqueror. Those are two L's that happened, but I'm sitting here. I'm proud of myself. Even though I took two fat L's last week, I'm proud of myself because I didn't let those things change in here. I didn't let those things change in here. I'm pointing to my heart and I'm pointing to my head. Sorry for those listening. They didn't change Emmanuel. If anything, there were only really opportunities for me to show how much I've grown to myself. That's what they ended up being. Took two fat L's. I took it to the chin. That's really that's literally what my boss told me. Sometimes you gotta take this to the chin. And I, I took it to the chin. I lost. But really, really, I could say on you know October 28th on Monday, I feel like a winner still. <laughs> so so what what's uh the one statement that you can get from all of this. You know, what, what, 
is the, you know, how do we tie this all together, E? Well, when you lose, sometimes you need to stop pitying yourself. And you need to stop beating yourself up. And you have to get up and get back to work. Okay, you didn't do good on the midterm. Okay, you know, you, you missed a shot in in the game. You dropped the pass. Okay, you took an L. Okay. Accept the fact that that was an L. Accept it. Okay, you took that. And now get over it. Get over it. Because ultimately, what's holding on to that and continuing to pity yourself, what what does that do? What does that do? I feel like it only slows you down. And, you know, maybe people don't like that I say get over it because it makes it sound easier than it is. And, like, please don't get it twisted. I'm not making it. I don't want to make it sound like all this is easy. I don't think any of it's easy. You know, my job's not to necessarily tell you what's easy and what's not. Um, My job is to tell you the truth. It may be easier for people to incorporate that truth into their lives and others. But personally, I don't think any of this is easy, but it needs to be said. Those L's are opportunities to be proud of yourself, but you got to make sure you have the right mindset to, 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 to acknowledge it, to recognize that it's an opportunity. I feel good. Like I, I feel I Emmanuel feels good. You got to understand, I'm a very competitive person. I don't like taking L's, but I feel good. And I hope that, you know, for those people who may have taken L's, their their own respective L's last week or maybe a month ago, a year ago, sometime in life, I hope that you understand that, you know, sometimes you have to acknowledge it as what it is, an L, and you have to, um, you know, you now you have to make the decision on how you're going to respond. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that, that decision ultimately determines whether that that stays an L or becomes a dub. Becomes a dub. So with that being said, let's move into confessions. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for the opportunity you've given me to speak to this listener, to speak to the watcher, God. Maybe whomever is you know watching this or listening just took a fat L. God, I pray that you help them, Lord Jesus, to understand that what they need to do right now is focus on how they're going to respond. How are they going to respond? Relishing on the fact that they experienced it and regretting everything that they could possibly regret does nothing, absolutely nothing to make any aspect of the situation better or their life better moving forward. So help them, Father God, to recalibrate, to regroup, to get back up. Sometimes we, we're going to face the tribulation. We're going to face the distress. We're going to face the persecution. We're going to go through the famine, God. But that does not mean that you don't love us. Nothing can separate us from your love. The listener, the watcher, myself, we know that now. In Jesus' name, amen. Hope you have a wonderful week, y'all. For real. 
go out there and really don't be scared to take no L. Like literally, I feel like, you know, another on side note, like a lot of that fear that you have to take L is what's keeping you from doing what God wants you to be doing. Don't be scared because automatically, you know, if we're cast down, we're not destroyed. We're going to get back up. So go go handle business. Go go live as if an L isn't possible. <laughs> so, man. Y'all have a great week. I'll be here next week. Oh, next week, I'm probably going to want to talk about uh, Jesus is King, Kanye's tape. So tune into that. I'm going to try and get a guest on here. No, I will get a guest on here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm really trying to make that happen. Next week, we may have our very first guest. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned. Love y'all. Peace.